Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to episode 148 of Fed Heads. I'm Francis Rose. I'm Robert Shea. Every single organization in the federal government, as you know, Robert, is undertaking some kind of work around data. I know that you are a data lover, Robert, and uh, have used it in many occasions um, when you were in the government yourself. I am, and you know, governance of data is critical. You may not recall, but when I was a member of the Commission on Evidence-Based Policymaking, we made a recommendation to establish the chief data officer position across government, concerned about the proliferation of chiefs across government, but this was so important that we thought it deserved its own position. You know, I was not aware that you were on that commission because you have never mentioned it before. So it's good to know. It's information I'll file away. Eileen Vadrine is the chief data officer at the Air Force. And Eileen, I lied a moment ago because Robert mentions that on every single episode of this show. He never shuts up about the Commission on Evidence-Based Policymaking. So I apologize to you on his behalf for running out this trope. Uh, Thank you for coming on, Eileen. How are you attacking the data avalanche that the Air Force and the Space Force are getting on a daily basis? Well, first, I'd like to thank you for including me today. I like to say that I have the honor to serve um, our airmen and guardians in the Department of the Air Force. And our department is two military services, Air and Space Force. And together, we have to get this right. But I think that what part of our story that I think is really important is that we're doing this in concert with our with our colleagues across the Department of Defense. So earlier this year, or late last last fiscal year, the DOD data strategy was uh, signed. And that was a collaborative effort written by the military CDOs in concert with David Spurk, the DOD CDO. So, and now in the Air Force, as a department, we have just published our first department level data implementation plan to operationalize that DOD data strategy, which I like to, I'm a data person too, I like to say 847, which it, we talk about eight strategic capabilities for, uh, for uh, driving efforts, as well as seven strategic goals, Vault IS, visible, accessible, understandable, linked, trustworthy, interoperable, and secure. That's, I I know a lot, but every single one of those (laughs) strategic goals are really important. And so I always say that it's really important that I'm working with my colleague, Tom Sasela at Navy and my, and Department of the Navy, which includes Navy and Marine Corps, as well as uh, Dr. David Markowitz at the Department of the Army us working together is really how we're going to operationalize data. And that foundational document is the roadmap for us to really to begin to make to operationalize the vision. And so I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, we just had our third data summit where we had guardians and airmen virtually connect to really come up with ways of how at the tactical, operational, and strategic level, we can make meaningful progress in this area. 
So Eileen, as, as I've studied this issues, we surveyed chief data officers last year in collaboration with the Data Foundation. And one of the chief challenges this community has is with talent, recruiting and retaining people with the right skills to, to manage and govern the immense amount of data that we've got and need. Uh, moreover, it's converting that data into useful intelligence, things, things that are actionable. Can you talk about how, how that struggle is going for you? Well, I, I always look at it as an opportunity. And, you know, in our department, we talk about people first mission always. And um, that investment in people is happening right now today. So, and it's not one solution, it's a multi-thread solution. So I'd like to begin by saying that today, a cadet at the U.S. Air Force Academy can actually major or minor in data science. That's game changing for us because when they commission and come on active duty into our force, they're going to go into all mission areas, whether it's intel, logistics, etc. And I think that is a, a major core foundation. So I'm obviously pretty excited about that. But I would also say that um, we're also looking on the civilian side of the house. So um, one of the first things we did year, you know, my first year here was we stood, we stood up a data science intern program. And the, the first data science intern came into my office, into our data lab based on Andrews Air Force Base, and went from um, entry level use case to to beginning of AI algorithm development in a 12-week summer intern. And today, that summer intern is a full-time civilian in the Department of the Air Force, which I think is awesome. He went back to school, he graduated, and he came back to our department because he knew that he was going to get some of the most challenging work that he could get. It That made it really exciting. And he also saw what he worked on mature. So when he came back um, upon graduation, he saw that what he started was actually maturing in our department. So he saw value specifically in the work that he did. And I think that helps our, our young individuals to really, you know, not just be passionate, but to maintain their passion, because they each and every one of them are making a difference. And then I would also say it's about partnerships. Um, we've also invested in um, with our partners with AFID, Air Force Institute Technology, to have an online graduate certificate um, program in data, uh, data science specifically, so that we could continue to invest in our airmen. So it's not just about bringing in them, but also upskilling who we have and continuing to invest. And we will continue to invest in small courses. I partnered with Lauren Knausenberger, our CIO, with Digital University to have some of the best um, online content available at Airmen and Guardians fingertips so that they can continue to um, continue to that passion for lifelong learning um, at every assignment that they have in our department. So I'm just really excited because the investments that we're making are actually showing value in our organization. And I, I expect that to continue. And so people first, mission always. One of the most important efforts that the Air Force has led and that the other forces are joining you on too 
that in, uh, revolves around data, and that's join all domain command and control. And we'll talk about. I don't want to focus exclusively on tip of the spear stuff, but it strikes me that the the partnership that you talked about with David Spurke and Tom Sasala and uh, your Army colleagues too is maybe not just maybe one of the most important data collaborations in the federal government, maybe one of the most important collaborations in the that the national security community's ever seen. Am I maybe overstating it a little bit, Eileen? I, I think it's it's the beginning of a really important journey that um, that we continue to using a, an agile development approach, continue to continually show um, value add. And so that collaboration just recently we had, and um, you probably saw, saw this in the news, we saw the first joint all domain command and control data summit. Um, and it wasn't just that we had s critical senior leaders at the table, but the commitment to long-term conversation. So um, there were due outs from that meeting and we have action officers today working together with the other services to continue in that agile development model to drive transformation and have meaningful return on investment. And later this year, we will continue to have those senior leader touch points uh, to continue to mature and really make sure that we're all working together on this. Um, and I think that type of commitment at the tactical through strategic level is, is truly game changing. And it's exciting. It's an exciting time to be in the data business. I mean, one of the challenges that the civilian agencies face is being able to access data sets that are real sensitive, match them in a secure way and to unlock assets, but to continue to protect those from inappropriate disclosure. Can you talk about to what extent you have that same challenges and how you're confronting the security issues you face? Well, I like to tell people that data is a team sport. And so it's really having those trusted partnerships, whether I'm working with my classification experts in our department or our information security experts, it is important that we consist we consistently invest in those relationships so that if there's an issue we can resolve it in a matter of minutes and, and that everybody knows that it has to be a, a true enterprise commitment to secure use of data and making sure that we're all doing our due diligence to make sure that we get it right and so that um the relationship piece of it is really important and it seems that it but it's critical when you were talking about driving culture change um, when we're talking about driving culture change you really have to have those senior champions that are really going to help you get it right up front and so it, sometimes the rules are already in place. It's trying to make sure that we can operationalize those rules very quickly, you know, making it easily understood that customer usability piece has to be right. And so making sure that we leverage the business processes and optimizing those business processes um, 
that that work is done. So when we talk about digital, it's not just about the data and the connection, but it's also optimizing uh, business processes. And that's why my office works um, significantly with um, our transformation um, business side lead, Mr. Rich Lombardi, because his work to optimize business processes is also a critical piece. We are starting to run out of time already, Eileen, and we're grateful for your time today. What are some of the most important, uh, what some of the other most important collaborations that you have, whether it's inside the Air Force or uh, all across DOD? Well, I, I think that um, I, you know, my team is always looking for ways to um, engage our constituency. So right now we are in the middle of what I call Datathon 2.0. Our first Datathon in this one, we we partnered with the innovation cell of Air Force called AFWorks and the MIT AI Accelerator. We have airmen and guardian that actually work uh, at Massachusetts Institute of Technology we're working with some of the smartest people on AI on the planet. And together, we our first datathon, we worked over a series of three days on a specific scheduling problem set. And within three days, our airmen and guardian actually uh, automated the capability that is in use today that um, has a 92% first-time scheduling efficiency rate. So actually trying to use data to drive innovation and optimization of performance so that we can use our airmen and guardians for, they're really smart to use them for their max extent possible. So we, when we can include them and engage them in the decision-making process, um, that diversity of thought really elevates our capabilities to a new level. and. Now we're actually engaging them in our current datathon to really how we can um, optimize data preparation, which is um, sometimes a challenging, time-consuming uh, process, how we can use them as part of the solution to optimize that moving forward, I think is is pretty important. But I would also say maturing, maturing our, um, our enterprise being deliberate and intentional in our investments, making sure that we're working together as a department, enterprise focused and aligning with our sister services and uh, mill departments to make sure that we're leveraging each other's great work so that we can use that as a springboard for future capabilities so that we're not all um, creating our own capabilities. We're doing it in concert with each other. And that helps us actually maximize our return on investment, both in terms of manpower and other resources. So I think that is that journey is um, has started. And I'm just really excited, excited about what the future is going to offer us in that area. Eileen, congratulations on all the success that you're having. Uh, every person that you name checked in our conversation today uh, that I'm familiar with is really awesome, and I can't imagine that you'll do anything except continue to have more success. Thanks for coming on and talking about your work today. Thanks, Eileen. Thank you both for letting me share the story. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.